It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on TogiNet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. Today I'm going to talk about, I've got a bunch of little subjects that I wanted to bounce around, which I think will be part fun and very informative. First off, I wanted to concentrate on doing things, giving you some tips on how to stay healthy and sexy throughout this so-called holiday season, which also, interestingly enough, is also known as flu season. And you want to know why? You want to see how we make that connection? It's really simple. Bottom line is, think of what today is. Da-da-da-da-da, Halloween. So what happens at Halloween? Candy, right? What's the basis of candy? Refined sugar. Then we go into the holiday season of Thanksgiving. Well, what's involved with Thanksgiving? More food, more desserts. More of those foods that I was watching. <laughs> oh, my God, this comedian by the name of Michael McIntyre. And he was talking about, and by the way, one of your sexiest things and healthiest things that you can possibly do for yourself is laugh. Seriously, it's a fifth-dimensional energetic thing. If you are having any problems during your day, find a funny video and laugh. But Michael McIntyre is a British guy who is just riotously funny. And he was talking about only at this time of the year do you eat things that you never, ever would eat throughout the rest of the year. And he goes on to give the example of mulled wine. He said, when do I really want to be drinking sweetened hot wine? He said, the answer is never. And, and what's in the sweetened hot wine? Sugar. Hello. Thank you. Anyway, when you look at what starts with Halloween and continues through through Thanksgiving, through Christmas, through Hanukkah, through, and then we come into da-da-da-da-da, New Year's, more food, more sweets, more things you don't typically have. Then we have, oh, yay, Valentine's Day. And then after Valentine's Day, we have Easter. Now, the combination of the sugar, which wipes out your immune system for probably seven to eight hours, as, you know, once you've ingested that refined sugar, on top of which, many times, we are a country that is very vitamin D deficient. 
And part of that is this thing about, oh, my God, you're going to go out in the sun and you're going to get a tan or you're going to get a wrinkle. Well, bottom line is your body needs vitamin D in order to help it with metabolizing all kinds of things, cholesterol, all of these things that are needed for you to look good and feel good, hence being healthy and sexy through the holiday season. Now then, let's add to it that we also are a country that is very thyroid. Uh, People have so much thyroid dysfunction from their diets and from all of the um, estrogen mimicking, what they call uh, xenoestrogens. These are things that are, your body will kind of think they're an estrogen, but they're not, and they're in food, they're external, they're internal, they are in the products that you would put on your skin, in makeup for women, uh, same thing for men with, you know, lotions or things you're putting on. Because when you look, here's the thing that I say to people, would you like to go to a service station where you would buy gas and maybe get some oil for your car? Would you like to go there and get the lotion that you're going to put on your face and on your body? Goodness me, crickets. (laughs) Yeah, the answer to that would be no. And yet, when you look at the number one ingredient in the majority of products that are being marketed as lotion, the number one thing is called mineral oil. Well, where the frick do you think they get the mineral oil from? Yeah, you are putting petroleum products on your face, on your skin. Now, your skin, and I say this, you know, all the time, your skin is the largest sexual organ you've got, despite, as I say, the claims of some people. But then, you know, we'll leave them over there as a small group, you know, in the peanut gallery. But the important thing about your skin is that it truly is your first line of defense for anything that is toxic around you or anything to keep your body to keep your immune it's the big thing that helps your immune system which if you are putting things onto your body that your body doesn't recognize or that are toxic for your body and inflammatory now you may not know it right away but the number one thing that happens and how people realize oh oops maybe I shouldn't have been using that is inflammation because that's your body saying this is this is not good for me Now, that may be a shampoo, that could be a hair conditioner. Now, what I make the suggestion to people is if you're going to be using an oil, any kind of oil, whether it's during sex, whether it's on your body, use something that is non-toxic. Now, you can get jojoba, you can get coconut oil, you can use almond oil. Again, make sure that you get organic and because... You want stuff that is going to be good for your skin and also you know that they've done the best that they can and first um, expeller, you know, first press, you don't want to have something that has been heated if you're going to be using it to get the the best um, support from it, particularly when it comes to um, some of the things that are even more delicate, like the essential oils, if it's therapeutic essential oil, make sure that you do not heat it when you're trying to create a mood in your room. 
make sure that you use a cold infuser because if you use the heat, you've basically just denatured the um, essential oil and you've taken all you know all the goodies out of it. So if you're trying to do ylang ylang to get you in the mood and all of a sudden you know flip your brain from you know workday to you know having fun at night, it's not going to be as impactful for you. You may smell it, you may go yes, yes, but it's not going to be as powerful. So why take away the best part of an impact because you're using the wrong type of diffuser? You know those little hot little lamps that you put a votive candle underneath? That's the type I'm talking about. Um, jojoba, coconut, you know, some people like to use olive. Depends, you know, I'm, I'm not that interested in smelling like a salad, but, you know, depends on each person, truly. <clears throat> So when they talk about flu season, they're actually talking about the season of when everyone starts to eat a lot of refined sugar. And so truly, there is no reason to get a flu shot, despite all of the noise and nonsense of, you know, you go into a store and they go, you know, a free flu shot. Thanks, but no thanks. And remember I talked about your skin is your first line of defense? Why would you, if you are keeping your hands clean, if you are, you know, normal sanitation, you are, that is your best defense. Vitamin D and, you know, thyroid support, those, and then, you know, get rid of the refined sugar, those are the things that are going to keep you flu-free this season, truly. They are the things. And anyone who, you know, brings the, the thing up saying, oh, well, you know, you have to do everything along with vaccinations, you, you know what you need to be? You need to be a smart consumer about them. That's what you need to be. And if, you know, your first line of defense is your skin. If you're putting something through that skin directly into your blood system without it being able to go through what your, how your body detoxifies things, which is your liver, then you basically have just put in things that may not be the best things for you. So now we're going to be coming up to our first break in a couple of minutes here. But here's the other thing. When you're looking at, you know, you want to have, like, lovely clean hair and all that sort of stuff, you have got to be aware of the things, again, you're putting on your body. Check that shampoo and make sure it doesn't have toxic things in it. Look at, see if there's laurel sulfate. If it is, that stuff is very irritating. And you know what it's designed to do? It's designed to create bubbles, okay? It's designed to create foam. And... It is a not good product for you. In the same way, if you are eating foods and you know, let's say you're going out for dinner and you go, oh, no, I want to make sure there's no MSG in this, you know why you don't want to have MSG in your food? Monosodium glutamate. It's the glutamate that you don't want in the food. It's like if you are someone who drinks diet sodas, you may want to do a little research for yourself, for your own health long term, and check out what those false sugars are because they are nasty things. They are, they're told, I mean, they are uh, associated with being carcinogenic, aspartame, Splenda, all of these, they are, they are not good for your body. And have you ever noticed how people who are vegetarians often end up being the people who, they end up being heavy? like very heavy, the reason for that is the majority of the foods that they might be eating, the soy or the corn, soy and corn, 97% of them are GMO, 
meaning genetically modified. And what ends up happening is the person is eating it, your body doesn't recognize that the DNA of regular soy has been altered. So instead of incorporating it, it turns it into fat. So they're not getting proper nutrition, but all they're doing is storing fat. So when we come back, I'm going to talk. We've got about 30 seconds here. Any questions, send them to my Lou at Lou Paget. I answer all of my own questions. And then what we're going to talk about is some things that I just studied over the weekend. Stay with me. I'll be right back to keep you healthy and sexy. Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Radio with a cutting edge. It's Okay, ladies, listen up. Did you know recent studies are suggesting that women with skinny waists but sizable hips are smarter than other women? Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh and the University of California gave cognitive tests to a group of 16,000 women and girls of different body types and found the women with the greatest hip-to-waist proportions scored higher. Hmm, I guess that would make me a walking encyclopedia Britannica. No, hold on. That doesn't mean it's okay for us to be a powder pigeon. That's another name for a woman whose sizable hips can take up a whole supermarket aisle. Research suggests that the fat around fuller hips and thighs holds higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which helps the brain. I'm not sure if I would rather be able to do the Sunday crossword puzzle or get into those jeans I bought 10 years ago. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Just before the break, I said that I would be talking about other things to keep you healthy and sexy. And one of the 
areas that whenever, you know, you're looking at anything that's causing an issue in your life, one of the first things you have to look at is where is the stress in my life? Because stress is one of the biggest killers of just about anything you can do, and it impacts every part of your body. Ever met those people who they, you know, they, they've always got something, like, <laughs> and the big thing that is a constant contributor for them in their life is that they're always stressed out, and chances are they have a, there's a, a bit of a gut on them or a stomach on them. And the reason for that is that they are, the testosterone, both women and men, it, it, cortisol, which is created by the adrenals, the two things, there's cortisol and adrenaline created by the adrenals, the cortisol is in direct response to the stress and what it does is it builds up that fat pad, seriously. So, and you want to, is there something that you can do in the morning in this healthy, sexy time during this holiday season when there's going to be all these things happening, all these people? And by the way, I, I trust that you had a fun Halloween, whatever it is you went as, that when you are constantly on the go, you need to be able to have something that tones down your stress. Uh, Oprah Winfrey and Deepak Chopra have something. It's a free 21-day meditation. Literally just started today, October 31st. And what they are, what they've done is you, first thing in the morning causes maybe, maybe, you know, 20 minutes. And they walk you through. It's a guided meditation with a mantra. And the reason you have a mantra is that it helps you to go inward more, and it helps you to still the mind. Like if you've ever been trying to do a meditation and your brain goes to, oh, this over here, and I have to do that there, and I have to do... So you're taking yourself out of the concentration or the focus of it. That's the purpose of the mantra. And it, this 21-day uh, course is for literally developing peace within yourself and then without. Now, here's another thing that I talk about. What your emotional temperament is like is what you're going to be pulling in. So if you are someone who is always complaining about something or always being angry about something, guess what you're going to find? That you are going to pull in people who are like that around you. Okay? And if you don't want that around you, change it. I mean, you know, anyone who is a life coach guru or someone who, you know, helps people, the first thing they tell people is you can change who you are and what you are doing in a moment, literally a moment. And the the thing that we often think is, you know, we're not powerful enough to do it. Oh, yes, we are. We are very powerful. So if you want to have healthy, sexy, and happy in your life, in your relationships, whatever, it's up to you. And if there's a way that you can remove some of the stress in your life, 
perhaps do a five-minute meditation. And telling yourself that you have to have, you know, a meditation exactly a certain way, it's like saying you have to have sex a certain way. It's the way that works best for you. If you want to be surrounded by some beautiful crystals or if it's, you know, getting the right music, whether it's, what is it, 432 megahertz or higher up, you know, like nine, you know, 471 or 741, but go and get something that creates that environment for you because when you have the ability to know you're in the driver's seat, high five, you're doing so much better than... 90% of the people who think they're totally at the impact. Oh, another trick. If you have a desk that you go to, which most people do, and you, the first thing you do in your day is pick up your, you know, your phone or pick up your iPad or pick up whatever it might be and start checking your emails, I'm going to give you a little hint. You have just cut your efficiency of your day by about 30%. And here's why. The minute you start answering those emails, you're answering and following someone else's timetable of what they want to get done during the day. No, no. You get your things done, you know, Brendan Bouchard, um, oh, I can't think of his name, but I'll think of it, Darren Hardy. They all have this thing of taking control of their day. Uh, People will start their day with, uh, you know, three minutes of what am I grateful for? Do you know how much that will change your day? It's like remarkable. Or have create someone who is a call-in partner. So, you know, you can talk about what you're going to create. It could be your partner or it could be, you know, another friend. But the important thing is that when you have someone who is interested in how you're doing and follows up with you, chances are you're going to get it done, Right. Because that's just how we do. You know, if you know someone's going to be meeting you at the gym, you show up. But when I, you know, look at the things that can help people get healthier, and when they're healthier, they feel better. And when they feel better, they look better. And then when they feel that they look better, they then put themselves out there more. And they have more connection with people, more connection with their partner. And that's where... Your health is a, it's a powerful part of your sexuality. There's a reason why the former Surgeon General, Dr. David Satcher, made that comment that your sexual health is one of the most important parts of your actual health. And I could not agree with him more. Here's something that I, when I read this, I was like, you have got to be kidding me, kids. It was that uh, it's from a British a writer, and his name is Pat Hagen. It was in the dailynews.co.uk. Talking about how heartburn medication can triple the infertility risk for men. And I, I'm like, what? What does it do? How is it impacting? Well, here's what happened. Now, this was reported in a British paper um, in England, and yet it's also the um, in, um, I believe it was Amsterdam. And what it's talking about is if you know anyone who is on um, Zanprol, Prevacid, Prilosec, these are linked 
to low sperm count. And here's the thing about these things. You should only be on them for four weeks. There are physicians in there saying, you, you only are to be on them for four weeks. If you are on them for longer than six months, that's where the impact is. And some of these men have been on them for not you know, only past six months, but for years. And here's what happens. It's they are, in England alone, I think it was in 2014, there were 55 million prescriptions written for these drugs. And what they refer to as PPI, proton pump inhibitors. And they reduce the amount of acid in the stomach that causes heartburn. Now, let's just have a little little course in mm, common sense relative to heartburn. If it's giving you heartburn, don't freaking eat it. <laughs> you know, I was golfing with this one friend of mine, and he said he went to his doctor and told his doctor that whenever he ate, whatever it was he was eating, he got heartburn. His doctor just looked at him like he had five heads and said, well, then don't eat it. <laughs> that was He had to go to the doctor to find that out. And that's what often happens. You get heartburn because your stomach is telling you, talk about inflammation, your stomach's telling you it doesn't like something. Now, and it may take a while before there's something that crops up that you know makes you not feel great. When you look at things that I just was reading, you know, someone says, oh, well, I have, you know, some autoimmune issues. Well, your autoimmune issues, whether you're going to call it eczema or psoriasis, that is absolutely linked to having poor nutrition. And if, you're, if you clean your system, you are going to feel so much better. I mean, it, it truly is that when I say that your food is your drug, I'm not joking. It really is. And it's particularly relative to how your body functions. Whether And we're going to be coming up to um, our next break in about one minute here. And I'm going to talk about things relative to fertility. Because fertility is one of the first areas that for many people... They never expected. We have a fertility crisis in this country and, you know, worldwide as a result of the food, as a result of the toxins, and as a result of some of the medications that we're taking. And when I come back, I'm going to do a discussion about um, oral birth control. And, you know, it's This is a real double-edged sword for a lot of women. But here we go. We're coming up to the break. Again, as I said, any questions, you email me and I will get back to you. And then the other thing I'm going to talk about is how do you connect with people and what do you do? And how do you disconnect with people? Mm -hmm. Because that's another way uh, you can make those be healthy patterns as well. Here come the tunes. This is 
Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Bone loss is quite common as we age, but osteoporosis isn't a certain part of aging. According to Harvard Medical School, there are many things that you can do to shield your bones from this disease. The best case scenario is building the highest bone density possible by your 30s and minimizing bone loss after that. But even if you are at midlife or older, there are still things you can do to preserve the bone you have and even replace lost bone. On top of weight-bearing exercise, they state that getting enough vitamin D and calcium are two critical strategies for keeping your bones strong. Always couple calcium with vitamin D to help with the absorption. The recommended daily intake for calcium is 1,000 milligrams a day for adults up to age 50 and 1,200 milligrams a day for people ages 51 and older when bone loss increases. I'm Annette Hammond. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain personality connection. And now every week she's here to share her knowledge with you. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, the sky is never the limit. As a matter of fact, there is no limit. Tune in to Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Brain Lady Anderson, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Lessons in Joyful Living Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Just to finish with that, uh, the article that was written and the study that was done, the study was done, if I'm not mistaken, in England, but yeah, Erasmus uh, University. The problem, what was happening is this, the PPI, the protein, pardon me, the proton pump inhibitors, which was reducing the amount of acid in the stomach that was causing heartburn, what it was also doing is... After a period of time, it was completely altering the gut microbiome, meaning all of the different flora that naturally live there, the different bacteria that live there for digestion. And what it was was a drop-off of vitamin B. Now, I don't know which of the vitamin Bs it didn't specifically say. Thiamine, riboflavin, you know, pentatholic acid, uh, niacin, but the important thing is it is the drop in the vitamin B, and that's the thing, that's what's needed for healthy sperm. That's why these men were having a triple increase of fertility risk when they were taking these. And here's the thing about some of these heartburn medications. Some are by prescription, and some are just OTC, over-the-counter. Now, I happen to have spent part of the weekend and last week on a show, on a program called The Thyroid Connection and looking at 
you know, what are the things relative to health? Because your thyroid is like one of your main, one of your master glands. And the fertility and thyroid function is something that I was looking at today. And this is particularly for women. And the one of the things that will often happen for women is if they had been taking oral birth control. Now, when, you know, the opening of my show starts with, you know, something you've heard. And I remember doing a presentation for uh, uh, some women who were at UCLA, and they were all on oral birth control or had been. And they had, when they were on it, they had no libido, none, zippo. And, you know, part of that was that they were taking the type that is supposed to be, you know, beautifying for your skin. Well, what that does is it blocks the androgen. And women don't have as much androgen, meaning the male hormone, you know, coming down from testosterone. And so these androgenic hormones are getting blocked because those are, those are the hormones that are also associated with acne. But what was happening is it doesn't just affect your skin on your face. It affects every single cell in your body where that hormone goes. Now, the other thing about the oral birth control, and this for me was kind of like, oh, yikes, you are kidding me. Now, let me find my page here. Where is it? So what about getting on oral birth control? And the bottom line is it really depends on your life circumstances. And this is from a presentation by Dr. Margaret Christensen, and she is an MD, uh, OBGYN, in Dallas, Texas, and she also is a functional uh, medicine doctor, and which means she looks at the whole thing versus just the whole person versus just, oh, my God, maybe your ovaries aren't working right. Well, what happens is if, if you are, if you, are um, you know, 18 years old and going off to college, that's one thing. This is, you know, about making sure that you are protected and, you know, un- don't want to have an unwanted child. But if you are someone who has been on oral birth control for a period of time, and let's say you're in your mid-30s and you want to have children, you better get yourself off that oral birth control soon. And here's why. It will, invariably, there will have been a thyroid dysfunction as a result of being on that on an oral birth control. So, I mean, in addition to which, you know, you, if it's long-term, you know, for some women, there's, you know, the estrogen, you know, heightened long-term uses of of estrogen uh, connected to cancer. Now, here's another thing that will happen is that the things that are in uh, in the oral birth control, there is the, it's, you're given a hormone that has a xenoestrogenic impact. Now, you're given a fake estrogen. Now, the other thing that happens is you're not getting progesterone. You know, anything taken by the mouth, you know, it never, you know, you waste about 75% of it in the liver and only 25% of it actually gets into the blood. So, but when you are taking oral birth control, you're not getting 
progesterone. And it is a balance of progesterone and estrogen that helps keep things in line. What is in it is progestin, and they're not the same thing. And as Dr. Christensen was saying, even her colleagues don't realize that. So, I mean, the real thing that when you look at your thyroid's function, it is the thing that it's about your hair, it's about your brain, it is, and how many things impact your estrogen for, you know, that can impact it negatively? Almost everything. The best thing you can possibly do for yourself and for your family is to eat clean food, to get away from, you know, the uh, manufactured and the refined sugars and products. The, I mean, if you look at, particularly for children, if you look at how their body detoxes and or how it builds up the toxins, and I was just watching one segment where this woman was talking about they took 10 Americans and they tested them. They didn't know anything about them. They didn't know, you know, where they, you know, dry cleaning or chemicals they'd been exposed, you know, if they'd been around um, Roundup or if they'd been around fertilizers, if they'd been around different foods, what they had been doing, where they lived, what their uh, house was like. And they tested to see how many toxic chemicals these 10 Americans had been exposed to. And it was upwards in between 300 and 400. Now, the thing about these 10 Americans, they were newborn babies. So that type of thing should give you an idea of how, you know, as a mother wanting to produce health and vitality and sexual health for her children, whether they're male or female, it is about having a clean body, which means getting rid of the toxic substances, getting the things, you know, the bio, you know, the mimicking uh, hormonal products, whether that is the stuff that's sprayed on a couch or the shampoo or the food that you're eating or, you know, something you might be carrying. Microwaving food in plastic in, you know, and covered by saran wrap, you're getting a double whammy of xenoestrogens by doing that. Have you ever seen so many men walking around with man boobs, with moobs? That's why. That's one of them. Also, when you microwave food, you might as well just kill it because you just you destroyed all of the nutrition that's in it. And But when you are, you know, feeding yourself, and would oral birth control started out as a like a, a great idea. But what it's also done is it's put a number of young women into a state of infertility. And I'm I'm going to cite again from uh, Dr. Christensen. And, you know, she says they will often come in, you know, they, they will be dealing with infertility. They go to see a fertility specialist, but the fertility specialist may only test for one thing, for, you know, TSH, you know, thyroid um, serum um, hormone. And here's what you're looking for. You really, what you need to do is you need to look at the whole of the thyroid, not just the one. Because sometimes what they'll say is, oh, your thyroid levels are normal. Well, normal tells you a range. What you want is you want optimal thyroid levels. 
That's what you want. And whether it's, you know, male or female, you want a well-functioning thyroid. It's the thing that helps you have, you know, your energy, your skin look good, your brain function. And the other thing that, you know, when sometimes with PMS, thyroid function with PMS, you know, when people say they have PMS, it sounds very much like thyroid um, dysfunction, very, very similar. And what will happen for young women if they've had Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism, what they might have when they're trying to get pregnant is they have an autoimmune. And what we are aware of is that if you do have an autoimmune, it's going to be much more difficult for you to get pregnant. They they know that. And what Dr. Christensen was talking about is that, you know, the if someone comes in and they're, you know, they're having PMS, well, PMS isn't necessarily, if you get someone, you know, if you get them a hormone cleanse, these are things that can help you. And the more that, I mean, it literally is, you have to be very diligent when you're eating, like trying to go out and have a pizza. You have no idea what that wheat is. You don't know where it came from. You have no idea what that cheese is. You don't know the source of the food. And if you sensitized your body to these things, you are not going to be happy, healthy, and sexy. Seriously, you're not. Now, when we come back, I'm coming up to the final break here. I'm going to be going over a few more things from sex in the news. And then I'm going to talk about when someone says to you, why do they keep doing that? Because that's another thing that when I have people ask me in seminars, why is my partner doing this when I've told them I don't like it? Well, there's a range of answers to that. And one of the things you can do is, again, learn how and why it is you connect with someone when you do, and then learn how and why you disconnect with someone. Because when someone doesn't hear you, you feel disconnected, right? You feel a distrust. You feel a disruption. Here come the tunes. I'll be right back after this, after this little tune interlude. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. The League of Women Voters reminds you that on Election Day, we are all equal. Join your friends and neighbors by registering to vote and going to the polls November 8th. Visit www.vote411.org to find out who will be on your ballot and how the voting process works in your community. This election is about our future, 
and we all need to weigh in. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. about the Gabrielunzi bear caught rummaging through a refrigerator in an apartment in Colorado? The tenant heard noises coming from the kitchen and saw a bear with his head in the fridge looking for anything it could eat. What's a word for food that's unfit for human consumption? Ma wallop. The tenant locked himself in his bedroom and called for help. What's a word for the fear of bears? Ursophobia. We have lots of bears near our Colorado cabin, and we have been told that pepper spray will keep them away. But the idea that it would keep a 500-pound grizzly bear from attacking seems ridiculous to me. I think I'll try the pepper spray in myself and hope the bear doesn't like spicy foods. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Now, and just to finish, uh, before I go into why do they keep doing that, uh, one of the things that Dr. Christensen also spoke about in her presentation is that these are her take-home points. And this is for, you know, for women and for men. If you want to keep yourself sexually healthy and have your body be healthier, have your brain functioning better, Avoid hormone-disrupting chemicals in the environment and in your food, which really translates to eat organic. And again, when they did this test with the 10 Americans who actually were the 10 babies, what they found is that when they started, you know, they were being fed organic food, their bodies, you know, they got rid of so many of the toxins. You can clear things. Here's the other thing about your gut. Your gut replaces itself every five to seven days. So that's why if you're going to do something, do a boot camp, you know, for maybe a month. And then that way you can clean out your system. You can get yourself feeling better. And, you know, at the moment you start feeling better, you're going to be looking better, period. Now, the other thing people need to do is they need to get you know, if they want to, and they, you know, let's say they are having some issues, they may be perimenopausal, get a hormone panel done and know exactly what you want to get. You want to get LH, the luteinizing hormone. You want to get FSH, follicular stimulating hormone. You want a full thyroid panel. But you want to be able to know what these are. And this is about you being an educated consumer, seriously. And then the other thing is doing things that support your adrenals, and, you know, reducing the stress, getting the, you know, eliminating, you know, the toxins. I mean, they create the toxins, you know, glyphosate in uh, Roundup that is in Roundup Ready Food, that is, that is 
one of the worst things. I mean, they know how it works as a pesticide. It basically goes inside of the bug and bursts open its stomach. Well, it is then, then they say, well, you don't have that cytochrome, whatever, whatever, you know, the thing is that that's operating on. Oh, yes, you do. And where you have it is in the bacteria in your gut, which is where your immunity is built, which is where food is reabsorbed, where water is reabsorbed. That's the area of your body you want to keep as healthy as you can because it's the thing that supports everything. So heading off now, let me jump over here. That So why do they keep doing that thing? Well, the main reason that if it's particularly something sexually that they keep doing it is because somewhere there was a download pattern that that's what worked. Now, whether, you know, it's with you or whether it was another partner, somewhere that got downloaded. Or there could have been the, oops, perhaps you shouldn't have done that, the faked orgasm that then has the partner thinking, okay, well, I know that's what works. And so they'll often go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing to try and find something that's going to work. And if you, if there's basically a corrupted file that they're drawing information from, they're not going to be able to, you know, do the things that you may want. Now, here's what you can do to shift that. You can make a comment to them that you'd really like to try something new with them, you know. And, you know, when women go through perimenopause and menopause, they just don't have the orgasms that they used to. It's just not as intense because they, you know, estrogen and blood and oxygen are the two things that are creating all of the sensation. And there's a tremendous drop in estrogen when a woman is perimenopausal and then menopausal. So as one woman put it, she said, I'm going to do all of, all of that work for that? She said, uh-uh. She said, instead of it being like a woo-hoo, it was like a nothing. And so one of the things is it may not be, here's the thing, think of it this way. You get to start having a new type of sexual relationship where you're doing different things. It may be that you might incorporate you know, different hand techniques or more oral or a toy. For many women, when they are, you know, perimenopausal and menopausal, one of the fastest ways for them to get, you know, pleasure is with a vibrator, is with a, you know, adult novelty, whichever term one wishes to use for that. But the big thing also that makes such a difference is how hydrated one's body is and the food you're putting into your body. The better your food, if you are having problems with, you know, sore shoulders or hips or knees or something like that, get thee to the store and get some turmeric or curcumin. That's one of the best things that you can take for, you know, inflammation. It will, you know, reduce the swelling. And what it also does is then what you need to look at is, What am I eating? Are you eating, you know, sugar? Is it the breads you're eating that go directly, you know, convert directly to sugar? Rice converts directly to sugar. These are the things you want to get out of your diet if you have inflammation, period. So what happens if you are out somewhere and your partner 
telling the story that is embarrassing to you? Well, often that is more of an attention-getting behavior, but it is something that if you ever have to address something that is of a sensitive nature, make sure you do it when you are standing up, not when you're lying down, okay? You're standing up, and here's what you're also doing. You are face-to-face. We are losing the ability to communicate because everyone has their face shoved into a little screen. Well, the little screen's all fine and dandy, but you don't know the tone of the voice. You can't see their eyes. You can't see, you know, FaceTime may be, you know, a little more helpful in that regard, but you're still not energetically around that person. So I always recommend to have a conversation first thing in the morning, face-to-face. You can do it, you know, meet one another for coffee somewhere and say, you know, I'd really like to, you know, it makes me feel very vulnerable and I'd really like to not have that conversation, um, you know, that, you know, whatever it was that happened, um, be talked about again because it just, it, it, it embarrasses me. And sometimes people may think that they're being funny or that, you know, this is the one thing that people don't know about, you know, my partner. But you know what? There are some things that just should remain only between partners. You know, people do not need to know about bathroom habits or other type of habits. That's, excuse me, that is TMI. Like, no, thank you. Okay? So when, if it's something that you wish, make sure that you let them know that this is how you feel. Not that they're doing, not that they're feeling a particular way, but this is how it makes you feel. So, and again, you know, how do you feel when you connect to someone? How do you, you know? Why do you connect when you do? You connect when you do because likely you feel heard, you feel understood, you feel that, oh, they got me. That's why I mean, they write about it, and you know, but it truly is the case. As this one man said, if you can make her laugh, you know, you've got a life. Because when, because for the majority of, I mean, there really is, in this world, there are two sets of sense of humor. There's a sense of humor for men, you know, I mean, really. How many women find it funny to have their finger pulled and then someone farts? That's not funny for women. <laughs> They're kind of like this. That is so weird. In the same way, guys think it's hysterical. And then women are like, what is this thing with mooning? Why is that amusing? Who wants to see this furry, you know, derriere? No thanks. And yet for guys, it's like, yeah, pressed hands. <laughs> I don't think so. But if someone can make you laugh, Genuinely, not fake faco they know how to touch your mind. They know how to do something that is, you know, it's almost like, you know, it's almost magical because that, as I said at the beginning of the show, laughter is a fifth dimension behavior. It is something that raises you vibrationally. Why do you think people want to be around people who are laughing? Why do you think comedy clubs are so popular? So 
you know, if they are doing something that, you know, it, it's upsetting to you emotionally, you have to let them know, but you have to. And sometimes, here's the thing, sometimes you have to say things to your partner and, you know, people go, oh, you don't want to make them mad. You know what? You need to have a voice and you need to have your voice be heard, period. So whether it's, you know, her making comments about things and then saying, oh, you're just being too sensitive. No, that person is being sensitive the way they are sensitive, period. And the person telling the story is out of line. They shouldn't be doing that if the person asks them not to, right? It's simple. It's like common courtesy. And what if, so let's say you're wanting to connect to a, you know, this person says, you know, uh, something that they've heard. The best way to to focus on someone and to find someone to come into your life is to focus on how you want to feel when you're around them and that you are making yourself be the best thing that you can be because people are gravitate towards something that they don't already have in their lives that changes their life. And if someone has a child or someone has something that's very special to them, if you are kind to that child, let me tell you, they, that is one of the most loving things you can do. So we're coming to the end of the show. Thank you very much for being with me. I hope it's been helpful on keeping you healthy and sexy through this holiday season. And any questions, reach me at Lou at Lou Paget, and I will talk with you next week. Not sure what the show is going to be about yet, but I will be here. Take care and have a fabulous rest of the day. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 